0: Hello everyone, my name is Richard King, and the awesome person sitting next to me is Gabrielle March. How are you, Gabrielle?
1: I'm good. How are you, Richie?
0: I'm good. I'm good. Now let's tell our people listening what we're going to be talking about today.
1: Well, today on the History Pod, we will be talking all things history in the U.S. Thank you for blessing us with your ears. And for today's topic of discussion, we will be talking about World War II and also how it influenced us today.
0: Yes, indeed, Gabriel. Let's take it back. Did you know that we actually were in the age of isolationism for most of World War II?
1: Actually, Richie, I did. And I'm going to let you know that this term isolationism is a bit of a stretch considering we made it very clear we were with the allies from the start.
0: Well, Gabriel, the age of isolationism began from World War I and the Great Depression. We did try to stay out of foreign affairs and world trade, But yes, you are somewhat correct, as FDR did side with the Allies and passed Neutrality Acts. That eventually gave military aid to the Allies. For example, Britain and other countries had done the same thing.
1: Yes, and then the Peace Draft, which basically gave the heads up to the world that we were eventually going to participate in the war. But still, it is not until Pearl Harbor when we officially declared involvement in the war.
0: That's very interesting. I have a question for you. Do you think that if America had gotten involved sooner, that the war would have ended sooner and thousands of lives could have been saved?
1: Richie, stop trying to get me in a debate. You're trying to get me to debate with you, aren't you?
0: I kind of am.
1: <laughs> well, this question is what have coulda, shoulda. We will never know the outcomes of the different scenarios that could have played out but if i have to answer the question i think that we knew we were going to eventually get involved so the point in waiting to me only seemed to prolong the war and kill more people essentially
0: i agree i think it would have done the same thing i think it's better that we just went for it and joined the war instead of waiting and maybe more lives could have been lost instead of us interacting than we did
1: richie you're a boy so i know you want to talk about the whole war part but unfortunately for you this part of our episode is going to be less about discussion and more about just short simple facts
0: (laughs) (laughs) very funny i as well don't care much to discuss about the many people dying during all the battles
1: well that's good because we are not going to be talking much about that but for a disclaimer for our listeners since our main focus of the pod is about the u.s and not the whole world we won't be talking too much about the war because of our late involvement but in our rationale and overview which is a typed out rundown of the main ideas of this podcast episode you can read more about the events during the war when the u.s was not involved Okay, side note over. Let's get into it. I'm going to kick things off in the Pacific, where we won the Battle of Coral Sea and the Battle of Midway.
0: Yes, those were very victorious battles for the U.S. The United States also then went to invade Sicily and Italy, and then they invaded Normandy on D-Day. D-Day basically helped put an end to the Nazis and end the battle with Germany.
1: But we can't give ourselves too much credit. The Russians actually did most of the fighting in Europe, where they captured Berlin, but also, unfortunately, and very sadly, they lost around 20 million of their men.
0: Yes, you're correct. America likes to give themselves a lot of credit, but it is undeniably that Russia did play a huge role in defeating the Nazis.
1: Richie, can I ask you a question? Yes, you can. Okay, so since you're a boy and you could have very well have been drafted if you were living during this time, would you prefer to fight in the Pacific or in Europe?
0: Well, me personally, I had a great, great uncle that died on the USS Chicago, which was in the Battle of Rennie Island. So I would choose the Pacific because I think if I could go on that ship, I could be with him and maybe learn more about my family's past and learn what He's gone through and all of that that cool stuff.
1: Wow, that's crazy! I didn't know that. Yeah. Wow, I don't even think I know any relative that's been in that. Yeah, <laughs> like you my ever dad. Tried. My
0: dad's always wanted to get a a picture frame of the U.S. of Chicago, but it's always so expensive.
1: Wow, that's yeah. really that's a really heartwarming answer. But um, not to be the bearer of bad news, but the next topic we're about to dive into is not as heartwarming.
0: You are not making this next topic sound very appealing to our listeners, Gabby.
1: Sorry, brother, but I don't think it is. We will be talking about the very famous atomic bomb that was first used in the World War II by the one and only United States of America.
0: Whoa, 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 whoa. Don't get ahead of yourself. Can we please inform our listeners about the Manhattan Project?
1: Yes, no, you're right. I'm sorry. Did you know that the Manhattan Project actually wasn't in Manhattan?
0: Yes, I did. It was actually in Chicago and New Mexico.
1: Whoa, okay. Well, I did not know that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I didn't know that. I feel dumb because um, I actually didn't know about this. Um, Can I ask you why the name is Manhattan then? Because, like, I really don't get the point.
0: Well, if the name was telling the location, it would be an easy target for enemies. This... Was a trick to access powers. So, if they sent spies, they would send them to Manhattan, not Chicago, and New Mexico. It was a very, very tactical way to trip the other side.
1: Oh, that makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Do you know that I'm actually from Washington?
0: Yeah, So I wow. live by Hanford. Mm, interesting. What's Hanford?
1: Oh, you- <laughs> you're lying. You act like it's interesting. You don't even know what it is. Okay, well, Hanford's, like, where they're cleaning up the mess that they have from the chemicals and stuff from creating the bomb.
0: Wow. Um, I'm surprised you don't know about this topic. <laughs> <Got> me. <laughs>
1: yeah, me, yeah, me too. I, I don't really have an excuse for that one. But um, to get back on track, after the Manhattan Project, um, their ultimate success, obviously, with creating the atomic bomb, we were ready to use it Um, in a brand new piece of weaponry called the atomic bomb.
0: Yes, the first atomic bomb was dropped on Hiroshima and the second one was dropped on Nagasaki.
1: Yes, the first bomb killed 70,000 instantly and another 70,000 slowly from radiation along with the second atomic bomb went on to kill 70,000 more.
0: Yes, but this did lead to Japan finally surrendering which is why... They needed to drop the bombs.
1: Yes, an end was finally certain to this devastating war. But Richie, I have one last question for you.
0: Yes, what is it?
1: So the atomic bomb itself is definitely controversial. On whether it was necessary for use or not, it created a scary idea of nuclear war. Do you think that the U.S. was justified in using this?
0: Well, that's a very good question. I honestly think that the U.S. was justified in using it because... If they didn't, they would seem weak, and they wanted to make sure that other countries knew that they mean that they meant business and that they weren't gonna let anybody walk all over them and just try to nuke them too. So they wanted. To, I I think that they wanted to beat them to it instead of them getting nuked themselves.
1: Yeah, I think that I think that the question's hard to ask, and I'm sorry I asked you it because <laughs> I feel like no matter what way you answer it, somebody's gonna be mad at whatever you say. But um, I will say. I'm very surprised that we had to drop two. Like, the fact that Japan didn't surrender after the first one, with obviously a horrible, devastating death toll, is mm-hmm. just so surprising to me.
0: I just think we had to make more of a point in saying that we were serious and that not, it's not like we're just dropping one and being like, yeah, we're not going to drop another one because we think you've done enough. No, we wanted to make sure that we not absolutely killed them, but like made them like scared, like, oh, wow, they're going to like kill everybody. If we don't stop messing around with them,
1: yeah, Japan was doing brutal tactics during the World War Two. Didn't we talk off um, the podcast about was it, com- kamikaze pilots? Yes. Were they like suicide pilots? Mm-hmm. Suicide yeah. bombers. Yes. Yeah, they, would they were just
0: just drive and them, kill themselves and drive the planes into ships and
1: stuff. Yeah, so I think that they were definitely calling our bluff, and then the second one happened, and I, I mean, I think everybody would say that we wish we wouldn't have had to, because I think mm-hmm. it created
0: more of a travesty, Yeah, more than it could have been, Yeah. You
1: know? And definitely today, now, nuclear war is, like, a huge, scary thing that could very well happen mm-hmm. in the blink of an eye.
0: Very true, very true.
1: But um, that is the conclusion of World War II topic. Yes. It was not very fun to talk about. I'm not no, going to lie. It was sad. scary. Yeah. It was scary. It, it's not a very heartwarming thing to talk about. But.
0: No. At least we're not in those times anymore.
1: Yeah. Thank, so. thank God.
0: Well, thank you for listening to the pod.
1: Yes. And hope
0: you've learned a lot about World War II.
1: And we do have to give shout out to the many sources we used. Um, to get our information that we discussed about. And they can be found in our rationale and overview. So please check that out to, you know. Give it a look. <laughs> Alright, thank you for listening.
0: Alright, bye.